All right, welcome to Vegan Talk Coronavirus Update. We'll be doing these on a daily basis. I may have some guests. I may do them alone, but they'll be up every day in some form or other. Uh, the show originally, the Vegan Talk show was intended to be a show addressing vegan issues. But as the coronavirus was zoonotic, it is believed, that becomes a vegan issue. In fact, the very first vegan document ever released was Vegan News Number 1, released by our founder Donald Watson, a British woodworker in the mid-40s. And it could not be more ahead of its time and more relevant than it is today because Donald Watson was talking about, in one place, the problem of pandemics of a zoonotic nature. That is, problems of pandemics where the source of the pandemic was an animal originally. And specifically in this context, we are talking about zoonotic diseases that come from eating animals, from animal agriculture. So the problem of zoonotic diseases originating from animal agriculture was in vegan news number one, because Donald Watson was writing about cattle carrying tuberculosis at the time. But now here we are, some, what, 74 years later or something, and we are discussing a disease that is believed to have originated in the wet markets or wildlife markets of Asia, specifically the Wuhan market. where many animals, uh, many much wildlife was being held prisoner, tortured, murdered, left in cages to unsanitary conditions, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, then used as food. Uh, and that is why we now have 13,000 deaths worldwide or more. More, actually, it is. Uh and the number will continue to grow, 400 here in the U.S. already. And this is the result of animal agriculture, animal consumption of animal, human consumption of animal byproduct. All of that is at root or cause for the current crisis that we now face. And as such, I will address it as being a vegan issue. Uh, to clarify, there are vegans that believe that veganism is purely about animal ethics, but the, uh, the kind of vegan that I am is I am a self-proclaimed Watson vegan, which means that I am true to the original writings of Donald Watson.
And uh, as I said, uh, it was clearly defined in the first document that set up veganism, really. The problem of pandemics caused by animal agriculture was in there. Uh, so I see it as viably a, a vegan issue. And so I'm going to use that interpretation of veganism and Donald Watson's ideologies, definitions, etc., are the definitions of veganism that I use. So given that, I feel that it is a vegan issue and I will address it as such. There is also an underlying animal rights issue here that those animals were treated very poorly, murdered, tortured, kidnapped, however you want to put it, you know, however you want to put it. It was disgraceful treatment of animals. It was a, a cultural context in which respect for animal life was absolutely zero, right? And that had consequences for humans. And it had consequences for humans to the tone of 13,000 and up. People have already died from this disease and it's just beginning. And the global economy has collapsed. People are out of work. People are going to get homeless. I've seen the statistic that homeless people four times as likely to contract the disease uh, and more people will be homeless. They will lose their jobs. They will lose their livelihoods. All of this is a result of animal agriculture. So those who still defend animal agriculture, you have to look around at the devastation that you have created yourselves. And then people will say, oh, well, this is just China. This is, you know, something that happens in China with the exotic animals. But no, I mean, the, the conditions for animal agriculture in the United States are also very, very bad, very, very unsanitary with crowding uh, chickens left in their own fecal matter crowded into tiny spaces. You know, those are also potentially breeding grounds for diseases. The other thing is that vegans have about a quarter of the obesity rate of the rest of the U.S. population from the statistics I've seen. I myself was able to lose 80 pounds by switching over to a plant-based diet. Uh, I was once an obese man myself, but I am liberated from that. I am not even overweight today. Well, no, 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 that's not true. Today I weighed myself and I was two pounds overweight. I was two pounds versus 80 pounds, meaning that I have one fortieth the weight problem that I used to have before I was a vegan. So you do the math on that. It's fairly clear what's gone down. And obesity was our number one killer. And many of the, the obese will die of coronavirus as they are more susceptible to that, seeing as that they have an underlying health problem because obesity really is just a disease. And it is a disease that is characteristically more so a disease of carnists than it is of vegans. So with all that in mind, I will say what every vegan on the planet has to say to the carnist world right now. And we have absolutely every right to say this. I told you so. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about what's actually going on with coronavirus. Check online and see what the news is now. Let's just see how coronavirus is doing today. 
Ah, uh, here in the U.S. Ah, uh, this is a fun one. Yeah. Do you follow U.S. politics at all? Not everybody does, even in the U.S. But uh, one of Trump's competitors from the 2016 election is... is at least the son of a respectable position, politician. Respectable, not that I agree with him at all, but uh, that he is... Ron Paul is a somewhat respectable figure, but his son Rand less so. But Rand is now uh, positive. All right. Oh, yeah. Will Senate actually do something about it now that one of their own is sick? They might actually get off their... Their, uh, their butts and actually do something about this problem once their own skin is threatened, maybe. Okay, this is for New Jersey. This is an example of what's going on right now. Governor Phil Murphy uh, address, announced Sunday that there are 590 new coronavases coronavirus cases in New Jersey. That brings the total number of po positive cases statewide to 1,914. In addition, three have been, there have been four new deaths, upping the statewide total to 20. The median age of those who have died is 73, though the age range for all those who've died is from their 30s to their 90s. I mean, somebody in their 30s Somebody as young as in their 30s just died as a result of this disease. That's a very young age to die at. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here it says. Yeah. Here we go. 30-year-old dies in New Jersey. Coming together makes us stronger. Oh, and Ford is built to lend a hand. With yeah, I don't want to give Ford an ad. Okay. Yeah, somebody at the age of 40, or at the age of 30, just died from this disease. That's, you know, you think of today, somebody could live to be, yeah, that is Donald Watson, lived to be 95 years old. Humans can live to be over 100 at this point. But that just took 70 years off of someone's life. You know, I hope... You know, I hope these people in, in Asia with their uh, coronavirus, uh, with their wet markets, are happy for what they've done. You know, I hope it was... I hope the taste of bat was worth it. Mm. Uh, let's see what else we got. All right. Now let's take a look on Google. What's going on with Rand Paul here?
Yep, here it is. Just a second here. Yeah, we got a news clip here. Since the novel coronavirus first appeared in Wuhan, China in late 2019, it has spread across the world. Coronaviruses are a large group of viruses common among many species of animals, including humans. There have only been two other coronaviruses that have been known to be deadly. The Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, known as MERS virus, that caused severe respiratory problems, and the CDC estimated that three out of four of every 10 patients infected with MERS had died. Another one is the severe acute respiratory Yeah, okay, so that's Sonia Gupa talking about what's going down, but here it says here on CNN, Kentucky Republican Ron Paul is the first U.S. Senator to test positive for coronavirus, throwing an even greater sense of urgency into Senate negotiations over a massive stimulus package that had yet to come together Sunday afternoon as other senators decided to self-quarantine. A statement from Paul's office posted to his Twitter account Sunday said he was feeling fine and was tested out of an abundance of caution. Oh, yes. Paul attended a major black tie social event in Louisville, Kentucky, two weeks ago when several attendees were subsequently tested positive, including the wife of Louisville Mayor Greg Fisher. Senator Majority Leader Mitch McConnell told fellow senators Sunday at lunch that Paul got tested because he had been at that event, several Republican sources said, told the CNN. Upon learning the news, Utah Senators Mike Lee and Mitt Romney both announced they'd be self-quarantining. Senate Republicans emerging from their closed-door lunch where they received the news about Paul were extremely unsettled. I bet they were. GOP senators told CNN Paul was in the gym with colleagues Sunday morning and several pointed out how close Paul had sat to others during Senate lunches in recent days. Senator Jerry Moran of Kansas and said he saw Paul in the Senate swimming pool Sunday, according to a source in the GOP lunch. Ah, uh, yes. So what we have here is a situation where the Senate may actually act to handle a problem because they might get sick from it. So they might actually get off their, 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 their rears and actually do something about what's going on for a change because one of them fell sick and more may fell, fall sick. Uh, yeah, you know, If it was just the rest of us people that were affected by it, I'm sure they could go on doing nothing for long periods of time. But when their own hide is on the line, they might actually step up and uh, and actually show some life. Although I wouldn't expect too much competency from them. That's not what I would expect. But yeah, so Ron Paul or Rand Paul is Rand is sick. Rand's got it. Let's see what's what's going on with some of the other stuff. Let's see what our death rates are now. 
Let's see exactly how much the death toll is. All right. Okay. Okay, coronavirus cases have reached 335,403 worldwide. Deaths have reached 14,611. And the recovered is 97,363. Now... Of active cases, 223,156 currently infected patients. Uh, Two hundred and twelve five hundred sixteen are in mild condition. 10,640 are in serious or critical condition. Uh, and the... It, I'm looking at a graph here that's saying that since January 22, uh, the curve on a linear scale of those who have died or, or those who have gotten sick is is gone up, and it's especially this week, uh, it's especially uh, a steep incline that it's moving towards. And deaths is the same. It is a, a steady up sweep. Now, talk about the countries. They're saying Italy is the new epicenter of the illness. Total cases was 81,054. Total deaths, 3,261. Total recovered, 72,440. Active cases, 5,353. Serious, serious or critical condition, 1,845. Total cases, 1 million population, 56. USA, total cases, 32,356. New cases, 8,149. Total deaths, 414. New deaths, this is for today, 112, that's 112 new deaths. It's just going to keep on going. Italy, yeah, 59,138, 5,560 new cases. Right. Total deaths, this is Italy, 5,476 deaths in Italy. Spain just got hit with 3,107 new cases. They're all going to die. Like every single one of them is going to die.
This is the world we knew. This is the world that the Karnas have given us. This is the world where the barbaric practice of eating animal byproduct. Uh, this is what we've won with it. Where we have tolerated socially uh, the acceptance of eating meat, of, of consuming dairy, of consuming egg. Uh, where obesity has become 40% of the U.S. population. 65% of the United States is overweight. Uh, and this is all generally because vegans only have like probably less than a 10% obesity rate. Uh, this is, this is all what the world that consuming animal byproducts has created. This is the world the carnists have made, you know, uh, this is what they've, they've earned with their practices. So you know, just to be aware. It, it really should be a wake-up call to the world. Uh, you know, plants are physiologically very, very different from animals, and they're not likely to carry diseases that would affect us. But m many, many of our diseases from AIDS to... SARS, coronavirus, Watson was writing about tuberculosis in cows. <clears throat> These diseases are diseases that are originating in animal byproduct, and they are diseases that will continue to spread and continue to kill and, and, and uh, destroy the economy. Uh, there are diseases that will, you know, force us inside for months. This this quarantine is, you know, is there any point at which this quarantine may end? You know, is, is there a, a, a certain time, a certain deadline where things return to normal? No, we don't know the answer to that. This could be 18 months of this stuff. It could be 18 months or more of us being trapped in our homes uh, the result of this pandemic, and 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 it's it's you can still see that people are going out to to uh, people are still ordering chicken. As a matter of fact, I just saw it reported that the wet. I can check this up on the news, but I'll tell you, I this is I believe the wet markets are still in operation in China. I mean, they were officially banned, but I think people are still actually illegally doing wet markets. Let me look this up. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Okay, this is from three days ago from National Review. Well, the review is, you know, not, not a vegan publication. But let's see what, what it has to say. Ah. Uh, 
Standing Committee of the National People's Congress, in effect, the executive. Committee of the Chinese Communist Party in late February issued an edict banning the country's wet markets, including those in Wuhan, the source of the COVID-19 outbreak. The statement notes that it is necessary to strengthen market supervision, resolutely ban and severely crack down on illegal wildlife markets and trade and control major public health risks from the store source. The Strait Times of Singapore has reported that Eight laws have been passed in the last week. We have no details on the contents of the legislation. It's too soon to know, though, whether we have been down this road before. After the SARS outbreak in 2003, which was traced to a wet market in southern Gungdong province, a temporary ban on wet markets in the wild animal industries were put in place. Oh, so they've already had these in place before. In July of that that year, the World Health Organization declared the SARS virus contained, and in August, the Chinese government lifted the ban. Wet markets are found the world over, typically open-air sites selling fresh meat, seafood, and produce. Meat often are butchered and trimmed on-site. Markets in China have come in for justifiable condemnation because of the way they've evolved committing commingling traditional livestock with a variety of wild animals including exotic and endangered species many are quite unsanitary with blood entrails excrement and other waste creating the conditions for diseases that migrate from animals to people through virus bacteria and other forms of transmission such as zoonotic diseases that have emerged from China and other regions of the world include Ebola, HIV, bird flu, swine flu, and SARS. Uh, here's one that I didn't know. Wild animals that mix with more common livestock, poultry, swine, and seafood form a deadly combination. Yep. Yeah, in 1970s, lifted state controls on rural farming to allow peasant farmers to provide their own sustenance. Rats, bats, civet cats, pangolins, and other wild animals became staples of rural farming. To acknowledge and even encourage this, the government enacted laws that protected the lawful rights of those engaged in the development and utilization of wildlife resources. There you go. There it is right there. That was the source of the problem. The world did not listen to Donald Watson. And that is the new norm for you. Diseases originating from wet markets in Asia. Or wild animals are kidnapped, tortured, and killed, kept in unsanitary conditions. Then disease breaks out, the pandemic breaks out, everybody gets sick, many, many die. And yet, I believe, as the uh, now. Yeah.
This is what the statement says, and I agree with it, and then we'll close on this. There should be permanent closure of the wet markets given the government's obvious inability or unwillingness to regulate them. Such a comprehensive approach would be a universal reversal of decades of government policy and market practice. But when we get through this crisis and the toll it will take, if we ever do, on the world, we will owe it to the memory of those we lost that there be a global sustained push to see these practices ended everywhere. And I would also extend that not just to include the uh, coronavirus, but also uh, practices of factory farming in the United States, which is almost, as it's regular animals, but it's almost as unsanitary. Those also have to go uh, due to our obesity problem and everything else. Okay, so that is an episode for today. Uh, I will be back tomorrow with more information for you and more practical information as to how you can stay healthy in this crisis. Uh, This is William Wheaton with Vegan Talk, Coronavirus Update, signing off. Stay safe.